0: Hello friends and welcome back to uh, Yoga the new podcast series. idea is to really uh, learn from a variety of inspiring individuals and the teams behind them uh, what they are doing in their second innings after a successful corporate innings per se. and I am blessed and honored to have a guest who doesn't need an introduction. Sri S. Vardrajan, ex-CMD of BPCL, who has been a phenomenal people leader I know him for. Apart from transforming a large organization like BPCL, uh, he has been an excellent human being. And thank you very much for doing this show with me, sir.
1: My pleasure, Kishore, as always. Wonderful to be here sharing my thoughts. on this new series and also kudos for getting into a very different topic for discussion which is away from the corporate world <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely I think uh,
0: at the end of the day uh, whatever we do while we are in the corporate job also involves a lot of people element and the social aspect of it and I know you I and mean, I've seen you in action so I know your passion for doing better for the society but we will be very keen to understand uh, especially when you lead such a high profile job uh, the second innings I call my show but it is not actually a second inning per se because a lot of people do a variety of things in their life but for me it is very important to understand what makes you think differently and contribute directly with the society a lot of people do CSR activities financial contribution but doing something in real life is very different
1: so over to you yeah Yeah, thanks, Kishore. So, uh, I think uh, BPCL was a wonderful innings for me. And uh, since I spent almost around 33 years uh, starting as an accounts officer and then climbing up the ladder to the very top position. So, it was very fulfilling and very rewarding. I think the associations there were outstanding and, of course, the people were really good. So, I enjoyed every bit of it. And in the final year of my uh, chairmanship, which was 2015-16, that's when I started uh, considering options for what I need to do uh, beyond 2016 when I retired in September. Right. So, the usual uh, field was people either move to Delhi to positions in the ministry after such... uh, uh, jobs uh, in the corporate world right. or there were board positions which one used to uh, consider and take up depending on their expertise and uh, uh, options which they had. True. So these were the two broad areas I saw people were getting engaged and most of my seniors were actually in those uh, spaces getting involved with a variety of things uh, that specific area. Somehow, uh, the daily bit of it was not very interesting for me. And uh, I also felt that the corporate world I've seen uh, at close quarters for quite some time and I've experienced it. So, I was just wondering what is it that will give me real satisfaction. And uh, luckily, my needs were very minimal and they were already met. So, I didn't have to worry too much about uh, the financial bit of the whole thing. So, uh, actually, I'm a student of uh, Vivekananda College in Madras when I did my BCom. And I have a long association also that my father was a professor of English in Vivekananda College uh, for almost around uh, more than two decades. So, there was a very strong association and I had a few friends. Uh, One of them was very close to the mission. Mm -hmm. So, when I floated the idea, obviously, I wanted to come back to Chennai because Chennai is where I grew up and almost 30 years Mm -hmm. I was... I Sitting in Bombay or Delhi, wherever. So, I was keen to get back to my childhood friends and uh, uh, localities. So, I visited this friend of mine and he just took me to Ramakrishna Mission and uh, I met uh, the head of the Chennai Mutt and the vice president of uh, Ramakrishna Mission. Right. And uh, he is—he was at that time, he was 90. Today, is almost around 95. Wow. So at 90, I had a meeting with him, one-on-one, he had set up a meeting, so I just told him that uh, I'm fresh from the corporate world and uh, uh, I was looking to uh, giving back to the society in some fashion and I was just wondering which area I should choose and all those things. I talked about uh, RCSR initiatives and uh, education and healthcare this person... For about one hour, he spoke about everything, engaging yourself uh, in a very, very spiritual, religious or service. The mix can be anything, but you decide where you want to spend your time right. and you will find something to do in the mission right. which will give you satisfaction. So that was his uh, broad layer of what he spoke over that half an hour or 45 minutes we had interactions. Right. And uh, although I talked about education and health, he said it's there is rural welfare, there are tribal welfare, there are women specific projects, right. there are relief works which are going on and then he added some 10 leprosy patients who are being looked after. So he added about 10 or uh, 12 other areas which the mission and the various centers were involved. Right. And he said that uh, you don't restrict yourself, so you just come, you just go and meet the people, individual centers, he explained, were very independent. Right. And he said, uh, whichever center you want, wherever you find solace, just go and talk to the people and I'm sure that you will find things that you can do which will be of <laughs> interest. So, I I like the way he actually laid out, the. He, he didn't say that, Okay, do this, do this, meet so and so. so right. I mean that would have been the usual uh, hmm. thing. but he just laid out a huge bouquet and he left it to myself to get into the search mode. Right. And at that time uh, that was still about nine months uh, before my retirement so we were already involved in a project with Ramishna Mission for a rural project in Mayu which is a village right. about 60 kilometers from Chennai. So we were constructing a community center for them there. Hmm. So, uh, we did that and I was uh, involved in that inauguration along with that chief and uh, we went and uh, we did the inauguration in September 2016. But uh, much before that, after this conversation, uh, I shared with the Secretary of Petroleum and also with the Minister saying that uh, I was giving up uh, my corporate role and I was getting into this uh, mission activities. So Dharmendra Pradhan was the minister at that time, oh, yeah. So and he was very close to the Amakshana mission. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he actually thought that he was fooling around. So, <laughs> so he said, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is an, a very nice way of getting into the corporate world, so you don't want to tell us where you're going, that's fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he said, but uh, any activity of yours, we will support, and uh, exactly. if there is anything we can do, we will. do it. So that's how this whole thing started up and uh, I I started uh, exploring more and more of those uh, units and centers and uh, of course 16 I retired in September and December I shifted back to Chennai, Mm -hmm. settled down uh, very quickly here and uh, then started uh, visiting their uh, offices in Chennai, they have uh, four or five uh, different centers dealing with uh, various activities. So it started and uh, I gradually realized that uh, the kind of potential was uh, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kind of satisfaction it gives you uh, in actually being out there from the field supporting various activities yeah. physically, mm-hmm. uh, mentally and to some extent financially wherever you could draw. I think uh, it made a huge difference and in the first six months uh, I realized that uh, this was going to be the place where I was going to spend my balanced life, Fantastic. without Fantastic. getting into. It no, I think else. it's it's amazing uh,
0: and inspiring thought process indeed. Because I that's what I mentioned that after leading a very high profile corporate life to switch something uh, that satisfies your inner soul life, so to say, is yeah. very few people take that bold step. In a sense, we. Uh, I was talking to someone. He also mentioned that the first thing you need to shatter is your ego.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of learnings are there. Right. Right. And uh, as you rightly said, I think you you need to walk into the situation where you have to just. Leave your egos behind. Right, right. And fortunately for me, that was the easiest thing to do because in here it's
0: you never <laughs> had any. So for sure, <laughs> uh,
1: it was the uh,
0: so it came very day. interesting. It to, I mean, you mentioned about a few things where that uh, triggers thought process. Uh, going yeah. back to Chennai, where you wanted to be with your uh, old friends, you said, yeah. and friends play such an important role in life, uh, especially yeah. uh, post-retirement or post-corporate journey. You always yeah. wanted to have uh, like-minded uh, people around you. And that uh, adds to the fuel that you need to be happy in general. Very true. And Very true. That's, that's, that's also an important point, point for the listeners because uh, f- the childhood friends are somewhere uh, you yeah. always bank upon for anything that you f- f-
1: fall short of, them, right? That's true. Very true. Actually, I am coming back and staying in the house where I studied We moved into this house in 1965. Wow. It's my father's old uh, house in the heart of the city in Nandana. So, we have, of course, made some modifications. My brother also lives here. Right. My sister is in the U.S., comes and stays here. So, we have constructed uh, three flats and we all stay here.
0: Excellent.
1: And, of course, in this place, uh, since I grew up, uh, we have a few uh, close friends. So, all those families are here living either in the same street or... Somewhere close by. Brilliant. So, and uh, we have been in touch for the last 30-40 years. all I was away from Chennai. Right. So, that bonding I think is very, very important. Very important. True. I think maintaining relationships is uh, one thing. But post-retirement, that bonding gives you a whole lot of comfort. True. And uh, lucky for me, I have two doctors who are in that group uh, who are very close friends. Yeah. So, Multiple needs are taken care of by having friends <laughs> from different communities, rather than trust just many having friends. <laughs> so you you know that uh, if you are in trouble, it's just a phone call
0: and uh, You, you mentioned about different activities of the mission, and one of the, the things that strikes out for me, and especially with your yeah. background of corporate world, where I feel you can really build the future for the country or or in fact for the globe by doing something in the education space because in the digital world, things are changing so rapidly and readjusting that. So, is mission also considers uh, those elements of the education needs? Uh,
1: The mission activities, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, the mission uh, has a whole lot of activities on education. Okay. And, uh, I mean, education is the prime uh, uh, service which they are involved with. And, uh, of course, uh, as I mentioned, they are involved in rural activities and uh, health is one of the major things. And uh, So, what I generally found out was that I go and talk to the head of the center Mm -hmm. and then uh, we look at what the center's purpose is, what are the various mission and activities around the center. And then we try to identify which areas we could improve upon, Mm -hmm. what are the strengths. And... uh, then get into some discussions and uh, the the good part of it is that uh, when you go and spend time uh, over over a few days conversation, uh, you will get to know a lot more about where they want to spend their efforts and what is holding them back. So then you start slowly uh, getting into that space and finding out what is it we can do to support the staff there or Mm -hmm. whatever the units. So, infrastructure has been one of the key uh, areas where we found that uh, they were uh, slightly behind compared to other similar institutions. And that was because they were getting a lot of uh, support and donations for the regular activities. Hmm. But if it was a major infrastructure build, then they had to depend on some endowments and other things, which was uh, not forthcoming and they had not got into CSR support in a very big way. Of course, (laughs) they were getting small amounts. Uh, but not the big sums which were required for infrastructure support. Right. So luckily my contacts with the oil industry helped. BPCL has been a, one of the major supports uh, in various and of course Indian Oil, ONGC, uh, all the other companies and a few private firms like uh, TBS and others have also chipped in. Fantastic. So uh, we found out what was the uh, gaps and what was the kind of needs. So we added a lot of infrastructure in schools. And uh, primarily, I was also involved with the Polytechnic at uh, Student's Home, which is a, a center in next to Vivekananda College. Right. And uh, this is a very unique institution, which has run for more than hundred years. It's almost around uh, 110 years or wow. so it has been running. And uh, they choose uh, for the Polytechnic students who are mostly orphans from the uh, very poor segments and children who come out of government schools. So they have very strict criteria. But when they come in, they take care of their entire stay uh, and uh, expenses for education is met by the institute. In three years after 10th, uh, yeah. they finish the polytechnic. And then we get them jobs yeah. outside. And uh, they go on to jobs. And these these are mostly the first learners in their uh, families. I mean, yeah. mostly the parents are not there. Right. There will be some family and I uh, things. So that was a huge institution, but they needed some infrastructure support in the form of a skill development center. Right. So we, uh, we worked out that uh, skill development center requirements, what could go into that, how it will help. Because the students were uh, residential, right. we had a lot of time for them to go through special training. Mm. That was an advantage. Correct. So we then, of course, BPC was very, very supportive over a year and a half between 17, and 18. We constructed uh, for about 15 crores BPC gave and we constructed a skill development center fully equipped with all latest equipments, computers and everything. Uh, And they have three sessions of automotive, mechanical and computers. So we gave them all the equipment and we started giving them uh, special uh, coaching and uh, centers in those uh, skill development center. So I was fully involved with the management in getting the skill development center. of the ground, building the whole thing and putting the (laughs) schedule in place for the various sessions, getting external support for the sessions and all those things and it was uh, remarkable. The students have and uh, one of the outcomes we promised BPCL was that we would get more corporate uh, placements for the students as one of the deliverables and the second was that we will increase their uh, entry pay Hmm. Uh, at least by 10% year-on-year year because of the additional skilling which we were providing the students. Right, right.
0: This
1: is amazing! So, uh, that was the way we uh, financially justified and these are new concepts for the institute, for the Ramakrishna Mission right, also. Right. This is how we need to uh, actually justify a proposal rather than just saying we want money for doing this and yeah. this. Uh, oh, that is very so interesting, we...
0: very interesting because I think with your corporate background, uh, uh, getting organized is, is a, I think, a cakewalk, I, <laughs> I can say that, because uh, at the same time, uh, the care part of it, in a sense, uh, identifying the talent, but then allowing the talent to grow in the right direction is somewhere yeah. I think you must definitely would uh, add a lot of value, I, I should say.
1: <laughs> and I'm very happy to say that uh, this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is the fourth year of the uh, Skill Development Center working. The average salary which was around 12,000-13,000 per student mm-hmm. uh, has now gone up to more than 20,000 in the last academy. Wow. <laughs> so, that was the kind of so the ten, impact.
0: 10% threshold is already crossed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have crossed the 10% CIGR <laughs> way ahead of uh, time. Excellent. And uh, Excellent. The, the newest thing is also we are getting uh, polytechnic lecturers from other uh, polytechnic colleges. Right. We do a teacher's training program here in the center and give them the latest tools so that when they go back to their colleges, they can increase the quality of teaching for their students and thereby create a better skilling environment in the entire community. So, I mean, just just to give an idea about how I uh, engage myself (laughs)
0: in this uh, kind of... It's mind-blowing in a sense... uh. The country yeah. is always developed at the grassroots level, while you have a leadership, yes. politicians or the government doing their bit. But uh, the the real thing happens when the rubber meets the road. I think that's where you are really touching the heart and soul of the building yeah. of nation. And I'm really very thankful for you for sharing this. So how does our listener get connected if they want to contribute? Because Financial contribution is one part which is needed by anybody who is involved in uh, uh, such activities. But committing time to uh, impart knowledge because there could be some gap that you will identify. Is there any way you would like to communicate with the listeners where they can reach out? Yeah.
1: Actually, the Ramakrishna Mission and its various centers are spread about uh, 170 uh, centers across the country. Right. Uh, I mean, it's now closer to 200. So, almost every major city or town has a Ramakrishna Mission Center which is there and most of the uh, missions uh, centers have some service activity going on along with the the religious uh, Mm -hmm. practices which they go through. The temples are there and Mm -hmm. the prayers are there but uh, along with the ashram they have the mission. So, the greatness of Vivekananda's thinking is he split the two into the mutt and the mission. The mutt is only into the religious activities. And the mission is only into the service activities. So whatever you contribute to the service has to remain in service for that purpose. So it cannot be taken by the mutt. So it's it's a very beautiful system and massage to keep the service levels uh, intact. So one goes and just talks to the swamiji and there are a lot of volunteers. I mean we don't know about it. But once you go to the center, Mm -hmm. uh, the swamiji explains there are a lot of volunteers who come in. They choose their area where they want to spend time. It can be a rural activity where they go once a week or once a month. You can be part of that. If there are doctors, in fact I have introduced my doctor friend to the dispensary in Mailapur. Now she goes, uh, cardiac person goes once a week, uh, two, three hours she spends and gives the consulting there. So there are doctors who can uh, get involved with the dispensaries and offer service for them. So, I mean if you have an inclination to... Provide service. Right. Just walk into any of these centers, have a chat with the swamis, hmm. and uh, you will have to create those opportunities because there are plenty of uh, options there by which one can spend time and uh, provide the service.
0: Brilliant! I know. I also gathered from you that age is no bar. In a sense, you see, see in action. Yeah, so many yeah. Young, I mean, young, harsh. If I tell you,
1: <laughs> if I tell you stories about age, I think as I said our uh, Vice President Maharaj who is their head of the Chennai Mata Diaksha, he is 95 years old and you have to see him to believe the kind of energy and enthusiasm he radiates in this whole uh, and his clarity of thinking. I mean just to and the humor he has at the day. I mean we Vivekananda students uh, completed 50 years uh, Mm -hmm. uh, of joining college. Mm -hmm. So one day we went to the Mutt, about 30 of us are in Chennai. Mm -hmm. So we went to the Mutt and uh, he addressed all the people. And he says, these these days, families don't stay together for 50 years. As friends, we have been staying together for 50 (laughs) years. So it's very surprising. (laughs) So that's the kind of... (laughs) True,
0: true. I think uh, you you have been a phenomenal leader. I know you, as I've seen you in Action in corporate. And what I gathered in this conversation is uh, if you have a passion to do something in life, don't hold back. I think yeah. uh, your needs determine what you want to be in your second innings. And uh, having walked that path yourselves, I think it's very enriching to learn from you and understand. So if, if I want to uh, ask you to give a, a parting message to the listeners, who are youngsters, I think the guys that you are already working with, but you are seen the huge corporate world. If something that you would like to leave back as a message for them, saying that uh, while you are in corporate, do focus on society in general, because that's where ultimately you live, what it, what it could be. Yeah, uh,
1: I think uh, the one strong message would be that... Uh, It's not just money which is needed by these institutions. It's your time and your expertise and your human touch which will actually make a difference to the society. It makes a difference to you as well as to the society you serve for that. And of course, I keep quoting Vivekananda a lot uh, even earlier. But uh, his statement of they only live who live for others. The rest are more dead than alive. And that's the most powerful statement which pushes you into service of some kind at uh, every stage in your life. So, just live for others. Learn to be in bliss. That's my message.
0: Fantastic, fantastic, sir. Wonderful to have you on this show. And I have learned quite a bit uh, during this 20-25 minutes conversation. Very inspiring. And I look forward to maybe a few more shows, maybe getting some success stories of students from the institute who have done remarkable in their lives, we can get them on the show to add more value to the listeners as well. So, thank you once Please. again very much. And my uh, namaskar to Swamiji and the
1: entire RKM mission and much both. Thank you very much, Kishore. And I enjoyed the show. enjoyed sharing uh, my experiences. And I'm sure your listeners would also benefit uh, by sharing this to their families and friends over a period of time. Thank you so much. Thank you very Thank much. You. God bless. Thank you.